Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. my son enough to grab him by the hand and pull him out of the road when he runs at the street. I don't mind that it's going to hurt his shoulder because I care more about him not getting hit by a car. Do we love the people in our world enough to offend them for the sake of their souls? Are you willing to potentially sacrifice comfort in your friendships? Pastor David proposes an interesting point. His analogy makes perfect sense. Of course, you'd pull a child out of the road even if it meant hurting their arm, because being hit by a car does far worse damage. But can you apply this to your spiritual life today? Are you willing to risk offending a friend to save their eternity? Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapter 13, as he continues his message, Spiritual Warfare. God loves his children, and he doesn't take it lightly if I'm allowing myself to cause you to stumble. If I'm getting in your way of following him, I need to take it seriously. If there's something I'm allowing in my life that gets in your way, I need to cut it off. My hand doesn't cause me to sin, right? But my pride might. I need to cut it off. And recognize the beauty here that God fights for you. This sorcerer was getting in the way. It says the proconsul was seeking to be taught, and this sorcerer was getting in the way. So God just put a stop to it. Your father will make sure you know him if you want to know him. He will make sure. He said, nothing can stop the creator. And you need to know that if you're getting in the way of others, if you're giving the enemy ground in your life, that he says you're making yourself almighty God's enemy. He says he resists the proud. He will resist you if you get in the way. But at the same time, recognize that this correction from God, this striking the sorcerer blind was a kindness it sounds, it, from our sometimes kind of short-sighted perspective, it can seem really harsh. But this was the man's eternal soul. Elimus's, the sorcerer's eternal soul on the line. So God confronted it. In 2 Peter 3.9, God says that he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He confronted the man's blindness by his spiritual blindness, by temporarily striking him physically blind with a clear explanation of what was happening. It wasn't like the guy had to figure out, why did I go blind all of a sudden? Like He was just shouted at in the street by the apostle, making it really clear. This is God doing this to you because you are perverting the way of truth. 
He'd just been standing there hearing the gospel the whole time. These guys have been sharing the gospel. He knew what to do. And consider who was delivering the message. Paul had himself been an opponent of the truth. Even more severely than Elimus. Elimus was a sorcerer getting in the way. Paul murdered people. He says he compelled people to recant. He was a terrorist murdering families for following Jesus. He knew what it was to be a son of the devil perverting the way of truth. And God confronted him by blinding him for a time. I mean, nobody could empathize better, right? Of all humanity, who could empathize better here? Who, could, who would be better to deliver this message than Paul? Paul knew exactly where Elimus was at in some sense, and he, he dealt with it. And it's important to recognize that that kind of harshness can be love. I love my son enough to grab him by the hand and pull him out of the road when he runs at the street. I don't mind that it's going to hurt his shoulder because I care more about him not getting hit by a car. Do we love the people in our world enough to offend them for the sake of their souls? Are you willing to potentially sacrifice comfort in your friendships for the sake of your friends' souls? Do we really love them? This is where we see what we really believe. And consider this issue of the heart behind everything is important. It matters that this was not, Paul didn't just have a bad morning and he was rough and it was just fine. The heart does matter. We have to take that into consideration. Like we need to check our own hearts. We're not supposed to be harsh and argumentative with people as a rule. <laughs> that We're not supposed to be characterized by being harsh or unkind. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24, Paul himself wrote, that the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, must not be argumentative, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil. This is how we are called to fight. That's why it matters that we understand that this wasn't unloving of Paul. This was still very much a loving thing. It was just a jarring, tough love issue. But love is the way that we are called to fight. In John 15, 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. In verse 10, Jesus says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I've kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Not as a thing of working to abide in the love, but that's just, if you go outside the vine, you're not abiding in the vine. Verse 12 says, This is the command, love one another as I've loved you. In Ephesians 5.15, he tells us, see then that you walk circumspectly, looking with your eyes, checking the way that you're walking, taking a good look at yourself. Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, he says it again, Don't be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And don't be drunk with wine in which is dissipation. It's a waste. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to each other in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
submitting to one another in the fear of God. Romans 13, 13 and 14 says, let us walk properly as in the day, in the light, in the truth, not in revelry, not in drunkenness, not in lewdness, not in lust, not in strife, not in envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Romans 14, 17 says that the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. It's not about the earthly stuff. It's not about, you know, what kind of food you eat. It's not about indulgence. It's not about rule keeping. The kingdom of God is about righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I know those were a ton of verses, but this is how we fight. Try to see the picture God's painting for you. We fight this war by not giving the enemy any ground in our hearts. Again, the enemy is not flesh and blood. The enemy is spiritual. Don't give yourself any provision for the flesh, is what he's saying. Don't, no license, no legalism, none of that. He says, give him no ground. Instead, abide in the true vine of Jesus' love. Barnabas and Saul had this lifestyle of being rooted in Christ. They had been walking with the Lord for a long time. This event didn't just happen. Because they were rooted in Christ, God did incredible things through them. But it wasn't because they had superpowers. It's because they had the Holy Spirit. If you're a believer here today, feeling disconnected, feeling purposeless, I encourage you to just go back to this simple thing of abide in the vine. Rest all of your weight, all of your condemnation, all of your hope, all of your fear. Choose to rest that on Jesus, on the cross, on his love. Abide in his love, and you'll see him work through you. He paid for the sin. He paid for your future. He has your future in his hands. You don't need to stress about it. He knows what's best. When we trust him, when we do that, when we are abiding in him, we bear fruit. We push back the enemy in our environment. That is spiritual warfare. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. 
If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.